Good afternoon to all the brothers, sisters, all the holy, holy workers. Thank God for giving us such a wonderful weather in an afternoon for us to come here to equip ourselves to serve the Lord. So for this class, we will talk about the teachings behind our servitude. 之后呢，教会分组啊，大家会具体的一些技术性的、一些侍奉的工作的安排。Afterward, we'll be split into our own individual work groups.啊，当然了，侍奉神呢，最重要还是我们的心态，还有要了解圣经的观念。And actually, what's most important is to understand what's the the teachings from the Bible and why we serve.啊，中心的仆人这个主题呢，啊，小弟是用哥林多前书第四章。so the, the topic of faithful servant it comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 4. 第一节到第二节. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 1 to 2. Corinthians chapter 4 verses 1 to 2. Verse 1, let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. 2. Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. 这里说我们是神奥秘式的管家。We are all stewards of the mysteries of God. 这里有几个名词,第一就是执事,基督的执事。And here it says there are a few nouns, names, verses considered as servants. 保罗是个执事。And Paul, he is a deacon. 执事,今天你想到执事,就是穿的西装啊,打领带啊,在台上领会的,那个就叫执事啊。And today, deacons may wear suit and ties and speak on the podium. 是安利的圣职人员。And is a ordained holy worker. 其实在没有基督教用这个词之前啊,执事这个字早就出现了。And before the deacon was coined as a term in Christianity, the role existed already. 原来执事这个字的意思,就是仆人啊,就是奴仆的意思。so the, ser- the meaning of deacon, it means servant. So it's serving the master on the table. And it's also another name means stewards. And steward are a role that's hired by a wealthy person to handle chores around the house. And the master will entrust the steward things to do. 那就算这个是管家, 但是他其实还是个仆人, Even though he is the role of stewards, he is still a servant. 下一个图啊,这个图就告诉我们,你想要管家就是穿成这样,以今天现代的人呢,观念就是穿西装,非常的干净,好像很尊贵的样子。so in a modern age, that may be the attire of a steward, a very prestigious position in a family. And in the olden uh, time, those wealthy people also have stewards. So in actuality, steward is a higher uh, level class of a servant. And so the role is serving the master, however, he's in charge of other delegating other servants. So he said the deacons is also a servant. What's most important, the steward needs to be found faithful. So when we serve God, it doesn't matter your education level or how smart or gifted you are. 
What God looks for is whether you are faithful. So we this so for this uh, class, we'll talk about what does it mean to be a servant. And we'll also talk about what does it mean to be found faithful. Next slide. So we must think about a question. And the Bible will use different relationships to, ex- to explain God and man. And one of the metaphors that's used throughout the Bible is God as a master and we are a servant. And we are merely a servant, not an employee or a helper. In Canada, we have got rid of the constitution of slavery. But it existed in ancient times. Even though it is a negative. Why will Paul use a negative connotation to describe uh, between the relationship between man and God? And why do we need to understand that? Then you will come to realize that when you serve God, it's different than going to work. It's also different when you go volunteer to help someone else. Because service, the servitude. In church, we have been used for many years. Of the word they English, say, English, in English studied origin text, they, it links to slavery and they think it's a negative connotation. They will feel that if we use this word, we may offend certain groups of people. So, in terms of English language, they ask people not to use this word. Naturally, the intention is good. We don't want to offend others. But if we know that if a concept or a word is, comes from the Bible, we shouldn't be afraid of using it. We should try to explain it and not avoid it. For example, homosexuality is a sin. This is teachings from the Bible. So we shouldn't we shouldn't uh, preach this concept because we are afraid to offend other certain people. So the Bible explains use the word servant to describe the relationship between man and God. And why did the Bible use this way? It must have its own reasons. It is not a negative emotion uh, rationale to explain it. But in, in, it is to remind those who are servants to God. We are not helpers of God. You can come casually help and decide when not to. We are not an employee. Employee has his own freedoms. I can do this or I cannot do. I can apply for this job and I can also quit. In our modern society, the workers can have a strike. 
That you do not give me the salary that I desire, I want a better salary, therefore I will have organized a strike team. If a servant has this modern thinking, I, I serve God, I can choose when to do, I can choose when to do. If I don't like it, I will not do it. I'm sorry to say this to you. You do not understand what it means to be a servant. You do not understand that to be a servant, it is a person who serves God. Perhaps in your servitude, you are serving yourselves. I'll repeat once again. Some people, when they serve, they serve themselves. They are very happy when they serve. Perhaps they serve this world, they feel glorious, all the people may pay them respect. Perhaps they may feel great satisfaction from what they do. So they like to do holy work. However, when they encounter difficulties, when they are criticized by others, he throws away and says, I don't want to do it anymore. He says, you and I are having a fight, I don't want to work with you. And this is not true service. It's not serving God. Instead, you're serving yourself. Some people serve for the praises of others. And when no one praises them, they do do not want to do it any longer. Or uh, you, they may be rebuked and they will stop doing holy work. Because they are serving their own pride. So we must, we must understand why we serve God. And why we willingly with our whole heart become a servant of God. Let's turn to Romans chapter 1 verse 1. Romans chapter 1 verse 1. Romans chapter 1, verse 1. Verse 1. Verse 1. Paul, a bond servant of Jesus Christ, called to be apostle, separated to the gospel of God. So here, how does Paul introduce himself? Even though he is an apostle, and he is also a bond servant. So a bond servant is a servant who is bounded by chains. It means that he cannot just leave whenever he wants. His life was purchased by money by the master. He cannot leave. This is a negative connotation. But Paul used it in a positive light. Not only just Paul. The word bond servant appeared in the New Testament 118 times. It's not just once or twice, but 118 times. The Bible uses this to describe the relationship between man and God. In the, in the next slide, you see in the Roman Empire, there's three types of people. So you can see that on the very left side you have the aristocrats, those who are in the ruling class. And on the right side you have the 
on the right side side is you call them the commoners. They are they have freedom, yet they don't have a lot of wealth. They can go wherever they want. They can start tilling ground or they can start fishing. They are free to roam the entire empires of Rome. But the the, but the, in, the, in the middle one, it is a, a, a servant. Slave. 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 Uh, slave. Slave. A slave is a person without any freedom. Perhaps they have lost all their money and they are serving one master for the rest of their lives. Uh, they are possession of a master. If they marry another slave, then the child born is also considered slave. They cannot escape their life. If they escape, they will be captured. And when they are captured, the master could decide to execute them. And Paul used an analogy of a bond servant to describe our relationship with God. And this word bond servant appeared 118 times. So it is a negative side of society. But yet Bible uses it to describe our relationship between God and man. Without freedom. Of low status. You have to obey the master completely. Then why do we do it? Are we all free after we believe in Jesus Christ? How come we are no longer free? Let's turn to Romans. Chapter 6, verse 22. But now having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and to the end everlasting life. And here Paul tells us when we become uh, Christianity, we change our master. And before believing in the Lord, we are slaves of sin. You are bounded by the bondages of sin. You are abused by sin. And ask you to do the things you do not, do not want to do. For example, you do not like to gamble. However, you are controlled by sin. Therefore, you must gamble. Therefore, you are slaves of sin. And now you believe in Jesus Christ. And Lord Jesus Christ has cut off the chains that linked you to sin. Lord Jesus Christ has redeemed, have purchased you from someone. Now you are purchased, you do not belong to Satan, you, don't, you do not belong to sin. Who do you belong to? Naturally, you belong to the person who, who redeemed you. So, you are the person now we only change our master. Some might say, I believe in the Lord, I do not belong to anyone else, I am free, I belong to myself. You do not belong to yourself. You belong to the one, to Lord Jesus Christ, who purchased you. 
非常的重要。This concept is very important. 如果你没有这个观念，你以为来教会啊，我只是做义工而已啊，我来帮帮忙而已啊。If you do not have this concept, you may come to church and just say, "I'm just doing a, a volunteering work." 我有选择的，我可以不干呢。I have a choice. I I could choose not to do it. 像刚刚只是勉励我们说，有一些人还要人家求他做神工，我要拜托啊。And earlier, Tikkun said that some people you have to beg them to do the holy work. 他搞不清楚自己是谁啊。They do not understand who they are. 我们看。Let's turn to Exodus chapter twenty-one. Exodus chapter twenty-one verses five to six. Twenty-one five to six verse five. But if the servant plainly says, "I love my master, my wife, my children," I will not go out free. Verse six. Then his master shall bring him to the judge. He shall also bring him to the door, or to the doorpost, and his master shall pierce his ear with an awl, and he shall serve him forever. 真正的侍奉是心甘情愿的。A true servitude it is from a willing heart. 这里说啊，本来这个人呢是属属于他主人的。Here this person originally belonged to his master. 但是主人呢，主人呢啊给他自由了，服侍了六年，要第七年要放他走了。So the master, the servant serves for six years, and on the seventh year he shall be released. 但是他很爱他的主人呢。But he loves his master. 主人对我很好。His master treated him well. 我服侍这个主人胜过我服侍别人呢。I serve this master is better than serving someone else. 我在这里当奴仆胜过我在外面自己走来走去啊。I'd rather be a servant here than wander on the streets alone. 所以他把他的自由献出来了，他不要自由了。Therefore, he does. He gave. He gives up his freedom. 他把自己永远归给他主人。He will serve the master forever. 啊，就把耳朵打个洞，就是做一个证明，说好了，我现在开始永远服侍你。And he, as a sign, he will pierce his ear with an awl that he will serve him forever. Oh, so this chain, ah, this is not a metal chain. So this chain is not of metal. Write down, ah, this is called a chain. It is a, a, a chain of love. Servant-servant those who serve God, you are not forced to do holy work. Instead, you are deeply moved by the love of God. Think about it. Is not Jesus still alive? Just, just think for a second. Isn't it because of Jesus Christ that you're living today? That if I do not have Jesus today, I might have died multiple times. If I don't have Jesus Christ, how can I have this wonderful family? How can I have this job? How can I have this ability to do work? So this does not belong to me. It is Jesus Christ. So whatever Jesus Christ need, I will serve Him forever. It's not asking you to do volunteering work. It's not asking you to help out. The church doesn't need you to help out. Who are you? Does God need you to help? If you don't do the work, the holy work will still progress. God is only giving you a chance to repay His grace. So I'll say one again: when you don't do the holy work, the church will continue to progress. God will raise up another person to continue the holy work. That when you decide not to do this holy work, you are falling short and is you not repaying God's grace. So next time, do not have a scenario of someone begging you to do the holy work. Do not come from a high and lofty attitudes and say, "Oh, I do not want to help." If you understand the Bible, you are a servant. Your life belongs to Jesus. So we come to talk about the servant. 
So let's talk about the mentality of a servant. So the servant is at the, the back and calls of his master. So the master is at any time ready to listen to the commands of the master. So the servant is not free to do whatever he wants. Or when he wants to do. But he only asks, what does the master want me to do? Some people may say, I want to do this, but not that. I want to do, I want to do holy work with this person and not that person. So you have many criteria, it's just as if you're ordering dinner. As it seems you're a judge. You are a servant. Whatever church asks you to do, you must do it. So God giving you this opportunity to do, you cannot say no. Unless you don't have this ability. You are sick. It's that truly you are incapable to help. If you are healthy, can you reject Jesus Christ? Lord Jesus Christ has given you many blessings. So, firstly, when we serve God, we must give up our sovereignty. If church asks you, oh, can you try to do this whole thing? You, you say, I do not know how to do it. If the church is willing to serve me and they don't mind it, then I can try to learn it. That if I don't do it well, you don't have to schedule me any longer. But if the church is willing to train you, do not reject the holy work. Secondly, a servant is bound to his master. So a servant is bounded. Which means that there is a covenant. And what is this agreement? And this agreement, it is Jesus Christ redeemed us in the New Testament. Do you know that in your body there is the precious blood of Jesus Christ? The blood of Jesus Christ has redeemed us back. There is a sign of the covenant. Forever you belong to him. And today when we sign a contract with our employer, we must complete the duration. You cannot just say, I, I will leave whenever I want. Because you already signed a contract. You cannot sign a contract with the, your boss and also work for the, the, the opposition. Sometimes uh, you cannot have two different jobs where you claim the benefits from one job and also another one. So whatever contract you sign with your boss, you must honor it. That um, when the day of your baptism, Jesus Christ's blood is a sign of the new covenant. How can you reject servitude? This is a very important concept. Thirdly, a servant does his master's work. So a servant does the work of his master. 
Originally, the master does his does the work. 但是主人把这个工交给你了。However, the master entrusts the work to you. 所以你要把他的工做好。So you must do his well, well, uh, uh, complete his work well. 他的工就变成你的工。And his work will be yours. 你不要轻轻看了教会里面所有的事工啊。Do not look down on numerous holy work in church. 就正在刷马桶。Even though you are scrubbing the toilet. 捡垃圾。Uh, picking up trash. 替这个花草浇水啊。And watering the plants. 这个都是神的工啊，因为是神的家啊，就是神的家来的。And this is the the holy work in church because this is God's house. 神可以自己做，但是神不要自己做。God can do himself, but he doesn't want to. 其实神想给你福气而已啦。But God wants to give you blessings. 你说神不能自己做吗 ？You say to yourself, God can do himself. 神一句话，天地万物都做好了。With words, everything was created. 啊，还需要你来这边吸尘了？神可以说，哦，干净，都很干净。God can just say, let it be clean, and it will be clean. 神可以说，哦，所有的水电都修好了，不用来了。God can fix all of the utility issues. So God wants us to participate to receive this blessing. So every work you must see that it is the work of God. Because it's a work, the work that the boss do, you cannot casually do it. That if you just casually do your work, that you may not even receive the your wages. That 神的工作如果你随便做 ，Then how about the work of of God? You do it casually. 神不很生气吗 ？Wouldn't God be angry? 神不很失望吗 ？Wouldn't God be disappointed? 你还想神祝福你 ？And you still want God to bless you? 啊，这个你也不做，那个也不做。You don't do this or you don't do that. 答应做了，随便又辞职。That you agree to do it, yet you want to quit. 啊，表上面有你的名字，又又忘记来。On the schedule. It is your name, but you forgot to show up. 或者随随便便的啊，麻烦应应付应付。And you just do the bare minimum. 你觉得这个是神的工吗 ？Do you feel like this is the work of God? 这是神的工啊，不是教会的工啊。This is the work of God, not the work of church. 我们有搞错了啊，是教会的安排，白表，好像是总务叫你做的。We may have a misunderstanding. Oh, I'm assigned by the GA. I'm on the schedule. 教会教务跟教教你安排要要你领会的。And the church wants you to lead service. This is not the work of man. This is not the work of man. This is the work of God. This is the work of God. So you must have a clear understanding. So you must have a clear understanding. Next, a servant follows his master. A servant follows after his master. The servant goes where he goes. Wherever his master goes, he follows. At first, we talked about a servant doesn't have freedom. At first, we talked about a servant doesn't have freedom. Doesn't have a choice. The servant today, I say, I go out. You follow behind. And the master said, "I'm going somewhere today. You must follow behind me." You cannot say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just go by yourself." Or you can say, "I'm busy. Just Today we must have the same attitude. Your master, whatever the master master wants you to do, wherever the master wants you to go, wherever the church has certain arrangements, we must go with the church, follow the church. You cannot say I like this, I don't like that. You cannot say I like this, I don't like that. As long as there is a need in church, you have this gift, you have this ability. As long as there is a need in church, you have this gift, you have this ability. As long as there is a need in church, you have this gift, you have this ability. As long as there is a need in church, you have this gift, you have this ability. As long as there is a need in church, you have this What gives you the right to uh, to reject this? You are a servant. You are not a boss. So, 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 so,
Let's turn to Luke chapter nine, verse twenty-three. 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 Then he said to them all, "If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up the cross daily and follow me." So here, Lord Jesus Christ said, "If you want to become the servant of God, you must follow." Wherever Jesus goes, you must follow. Not only do you have to follow, you have to deny yourself. To deny yourself. What does it mean to deny yourself? Deny your own will. Oh, You're thinking what are the things that you like to do. A servant does not have his own thinking. The servant cannot say, "Oh, I think," or "This is my suggestion." Sometimes the, the young kids may say, "I don't feel like it." I don't feel like doing this. When you follow the master, wherever he goes, you follow. Additionally, you must deny yourselves. Which to deny your own thinkings. Because the Bible said this, I must follow it. But this is not something I want, but I want to please the Lord. Another key concept is we must take up the cross. If you don't take up the cross daily, it is impossible to serve the Lord. What does it mean to take up the cross? Which to make sacrifice. To make sacrifice. If Jesus Christ did not bleed for us, how can He save us? Today we don't need to bleed. But you must sweat. You must sweat for Jesus Christ. And perhaps sometimes we may be deeply scarred. Even though physically we are not bleeding. Perhaps when we do holy work, we are attacked and misunderstood by others. We are crucified by others. Sometimes when you do holy work, others may attack you. They will talk, talk behind your back, they will criticize you. But sometimes when, they, when others, when some of us see the cross, we will run away. And Jesus may say to yourself, I am going to be crucified. Where are those who are following me? So today when we serve God, we must have the mentality to make sacrifices. So for example, church asks you, can you bring this true seeker to church? He wants to come to church, yet he doesn't have a car. He is very far from the public transportation. So you ask, where do they live? And the council member tells you an address. Then you say, oh, it's not along the way. Now if I were to take this truth seeker, it will take me additionally 35 minutes. So therefore, I lose sleep. I lose 35 minutes of sleep. Then you will only pick up if it's along the way to church. If this if it's along the way, then what where's the sacrifice? Even though it's not along the way, for the sake of saving saving his soul, you lose 35 minutes of sleep and lose some gas. This is what it means to make sacrifice. 
Then if everything comes easy, then that's not sacrificing. When you do everything, you must sacrifice. To spend time. Then when we serve God, we must come to church early and be the last person to leave. That you come early and you leave later. The reason is very simple. The Lord Jesus Christ loved me greatly. He has made the biggest sacrifice for me. Then what I'm sacrificing is not even considered a sacrifice. So you must remind yourself. I'm repaying the Lord's grace. I don't have any reason to reject the holy work. So you must also tell yourself, I am not sacrificing. So if this is very critical, if you feel like you're always making a great sacrifice, then you will uh, do uh, be, uh, be feel very hard, huh? You you toil, toil, toil and difficulty. So you, you may think that think to yourself that I am making such a great sacrifice. But you cannot compare what you're sacrificing to what Jesus sacrificed for you. So you come early, so you're supposed to come on church on church on Saturday anyway. Do you feel like that's such a great sacrifice? If you were compared to Jesus Christ dying on the cross for you, do not view your, what you are sacrificing as mere sacrificing. So you must treat the ability to do holy work as a blessing. So you must so I'll repeat the you must treat your ability to serve the holy work as a blessing. If God doesn't give you life, you cannot do holy work. If the God doesn't give you health, you lie in a hospital bed, how can you do holy work? If you don't have talent or gift, how can you do holy work? So if you're able to serve, it means that you will receive many blessings. And additionally, in heaven, there will be a great reward. So you must have the attitude to, to take up the cross. But do not feel that you are make, making such a great sacrifice. So next, a servant defends the honor of his master. So a, a, a servant, his important task is to uphold the honor and respect of his master. So a faithful servant um, protects the honor and respect of his master. He wouldn't allow anyone to speak illy against his master. And he wouldn't do any action that would bring shame to his master. So if see if a past, if it's a servant went out and he stole and he was drunk. Then would say, oh, whose master is whose servant is this? You did not discipline him. Oh, it came from this house and it's causing a it's causing troubles. Then the master he will lose face. And today we must be the same. So the servant should be mindful of not only just his actions. 
When we do holy work, we put emphasis on how others may perceive us. Whether people praise you, they confirm you. So initially, we may need uh, the encouragement and praises from others. But most importantly, it's not how others perceive you. Or whether others praise you or not. Whether it's the work that you are doing will bring glory to God. If you are able to do the holy work well, then if it's a true seeker or someone else come inside the church, they may feel that this church is filled with love, then all the holy work is being done. Then there's great love in church. Then if, the, if that person praises the church, then you have succeeded. So everyone is so united in the church. Everyone is uh, very uh, excited to do holy work. So everyone is like uh, trying to steal the holy work to do. They are fighting to, to do the holy work. So I have seen a scenario where the, the the brothers and sisters are fighting to do certain holy works. For example, someone will come and they have to usher in And it's not the elders or deacons, it is a brother visiting ah, brothers and sisters. And there's someone that's uh, receiving them. And they have scheduled them twice. And some members were not happy. So you must share the blessings. Don't be so selfish. Give me a chance to do holy to receive the blessings. They are fighting for to do holy work. Then the, they may say that oh, this church is beautiful. There is love. And the floor is very clean. And it was just swept. How come someone sweeping it again? Then the bathroom is very clean. Then everyone bring glory to God. Everyone is fighting eagerly to do holy work. They will not have contentions with another nor complaining. But there are some church who are exactly opposite. We have signed up for ushering the no one signed up for a whole week. Then the holy the council member have to go ask a few other people. Then the pastor may say uh, the council member may say, oh no one signed up for ushering pastor, what can what did you do it? If everyone is so passive, Others walked in and said, they say, how come this church is like this? Then God's name is not glorified. So when we do work, the most important thing is whether the name of God is glorified. That when the name of the God is glorified, then we are happy. But if the church is weak, we, know, we, we may feel that we have brought shame to the name of Jesus Christ. So everyone who is doing holy work, you must do to your utmost ability. They were to let the other visiting members or visiting truth seekers to feel that true Jesus church is indeed wonderful. That true Jesus church is different than other churches. It's not because we are most gifted. Instead, that everyone in Church's church is faithful. 
so no one forgets their duties. They will come early. They will prepare ahead of time. This is all in an attitude. So we must have this faithful attitude. So let's look at the word faithful. Page 18. So the original text, to be faithful means to be trusted. It means to be reliable. It also be truthful. And this word appears in the Bible numerous times. So this word was first describing whom? So who was the word faithful describing? But this word is to describe God. Let's first turn 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9. God is faithful by whom you are called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. So this word describes the, the nature of God. What does it mean to be faithful? It means unchanging. And whatever God promised you, he will do. And God is reliable, he will never make you disappointed. He will not lie. And this is the meaning of faithful. So let's apply it to holy workers. So Paul uh, explained to us we are all bond servants of Christ. And God doesn't force you to do, you are doing this out of love. You have said that yourself that you want to serve Him. Now, are you faithful? What does it mean to be faithful? If we put it in plain text, well, first, firstly, is whether you are reliable. 靠不靠得住啊,靠不靠譜啊,如果以國語來說啊,以前我不懂這個字啊,中國人說靠不靠譜。So the first we must examine are we reliable?好,那台灣人就說靠不靠得住。reliable,are we reliable?什麼叫靠不靠得住?So firstly when you have said something promised church,你答應神的,you have promised God. You cannot casually make promises. You can consider it beforehand, but once your name is put on the schedule, are you reliable? So what does it mean to be reliable? That whenever you are scheduled, you must show up on time. You, you're given a schedule, you do not check it yourself. And, and many people's schedules are out there, they do not look at it. They forget themselves. And they need to be, someone needs to remind them. Then in this way, how are you reliable? That when the schedule comes out, circle, highlight your name, do not forget. That if you don't uh, 
underline or circle the name or write it into your notebook, you will most definitely forget. 尤其是年輕人,不喜歡圈,不喜歡寫,不喜歡印出來。especially young people they don't want to uh, uh, circle or write, they just say I'll remember it. 其實啊,什麼叫中心呢?你要把這個事放在你的心上就是中心。So another meaning to be faithful, you must put this matter in your heart. 如果你把剛剛我們所說的這些觀念把它消化了, if you have digested all of the concepts that we have talked about, this is the work of God. How can I treat this as normal work? God is watching me doing this holy work. I must glorify His name. And God will bless me. I must remember all the work that I'm assigned this month. So are you reliable? This is very important. So another meaning for was is uh, faithful. That do you put great effort to do all the holy work you are assigned? That yes, you show on time, however, have you prepared? You may feel like there's many work that I don't need to prepare for. For example, hymn leading. You don't need to uh, you may not have prepared, you show up on time, you pick a few hymns. You do not prepare your heart. You do not prepare your attire. You do not prepare your hair. You don't prepare your shoe. Very casually, you set you stood in the front. You show up on time, however, have you prepared ahead of time? Have you prayed ahead of time? No. No. Others may not see this, but God sees. But there are times when others can tell. So others may perceive whether you have done this task diligently. There's a brother who's doing ushering. He says, it's the first time doing so I must dress my best. I cannot wear jeans. I cannot wear t-shirts to do ushering he wears suit and tie. Why? Because he feels like when he goes to restaurants, those waiters, those uh, they all dress very nicely. So you can see that so the concierge hostess, they all dress very nicely, welcoming guests. Then he will go through a list of this member's name is this, that member's name is that. Initially, he, does, he doesn't remember the first or last name or whether they are one family or not. And gradually, he remembered the name of the members. He greets them by their names. And he also gives them the Bible. So it seems like this is very easy work to do. Originally, in his company, he is of a very high status. He is a manager. He is a manager. He is a manager, there's a secretary, and many people he has to delegate. And at church, he was assigned to do ushering. He said, I will be a very good usher. I was remember the names of the members. I must come early to pray. I must dress nicely. I must know the tasks I'm assigned. 
每一个工作内容是什么。So later on, when we split into different, uh, different groups, your team leader will tell you what you need to do. 有一些人接待不晓得干嘛的站在那边。Some people, when they are ushering, they just stand there, they don't know what to do. 只是这样而已。They only nod their head to greet the members. 有时候打招呼都不会打。Sometimes they don't, they don't even know how to greet. 又跟他打招呼。It's a basic greeting. 要叫那个新头名字出来。You must call up the names of the members. You must ask how they're doing. 有一个不认识的、没进来过的。if there's someone that's unfamiliar, they enter church. You must greet them asking for their names and see how they're doing. And there are many times where a true seeker walks in or a visitor comes inside of church. I'm not directly at talking to Vancouver Church, but this is another location. So think about it for yourself. That you are a visitor, you had no one um, talk to you or ask about you? No. <laughs> so thank God that I have this nice vision that I see that they're from out of town. So you must think to yourself, how can I do this holy work well? Even though you may do the work that no one sees. How can I do this work to the best of my ability? But uh, you, must, you must come on time. You must do it to the best of your ability. That when I do AV duties, I must do it to my best ability. When I say best ability, is not for you to compete and be better than others. But you must uh, compare to the best that you can do yourself. So, so I apologize for AV team. I do have a lot of slides. I have this, I have that. So the monitors, there are many monitors. Initially started with one, then there's two, then there's three, then there's so. How are you doing? And uh, there was live stream, and also the pastor also has a slide. So we don't have airplay, so someone is in the AV room faithfully clicking uh, next. So you, you don't need to know who's in there. So they are, I often constantly I'm on slide 10, however they are on slide 3. So when I give you the file, please look through the slides. Sometimes I will jump between the slides, so I may be on 10, you may be on 2. You cannot doze off in there. So previously there's 2 to 3 people in the AV room chatting away and not focusing. And sometimes we flip the verses. They also, previously, they also turn to the wrong verses. Matthew chapter 5, and I don't know where they went. They are chatting in there. You even uh, turn to the wrong verse. Because your heart is not there, you are dozing up. You are just daydreaming. You are daydreaming. That when we talk about the Bible, they're, they're on their phone, they're, their mind's in outer space. It's such a simple task, yet they couldn't do it. So thank God the AV team is improving. I constantly, constantly 我不客气的, 我不客气的, 没关系, 再忍我半年, 我就走了, 
I will speak very plainly because I'm only here for the future. In the future, I will have more slides. I say on page on slide three, how on slide nine, how come you slide on slide three? I will give you five minutes ahead of time to look through the slides. Be familiar with it. So sometimes you need some pressure so you can be improve better. Then you are for many years, yeah, you do not know what, what to do. And for, the, and for the cooking team, for the cleaning team. And, and for example, for example, cleaning teams. Some church have cleaning teams. That when service concluded, there are many teams doing work so the church will be clean. So this is what it means to, fo- to, to be faithful to do all different tasks in the house of the Lord. If I'm doing vacuum, I will do it to my best. You're comparing your best to your uh, personal best. If you are not faithful, pastor's not here, council member's not here, I'll just do it casually and I'll just go. And if someone's here, I will put my I'll, I'll put my back into it and back into the back. Oh, so oh, oh, pastor, you're doing such a good job of vacuuming the floor. So as soon as uh, everyone disappears, you say, okay, I'm done with Some people are like this. That whenever there's someone there, they will uh, put up a show and do the work. However, some people are exact opposite. He will pick the time that there's no one in church and he will do the holy work. Then no one knows who did this work. He, he doesn't need people to arrange. When he sees something, he will do it. This is what it means to be faithful. That is reliable. That when you trust him with certain work to do, he will never forget. He will do it uh, ahead of time. And he will ask you, oh, is it okay? Is there anything to, to improve? Is, if there's something that's not, uh, not enough, please tell me, give me pointers, I can improve. It's always on the back of his mind. And sometimes some, a faithful worker, when they dream, they are doing holy work. When you are dreaming, you are stressing about coming up with topics. You are coming to church early, then you may have to wake up at 5 a.m. There's pressure. How can I relax? Because I have work to do. This to be faithful, to be reliable. In this, society, in this modern world, there are many of us who are very smart. There are few who are reliable. So we must be a person that is reliable. Because Jesus is reliable. Because Lord, whatever Jesus Christ promised us, he will fulfill it. And today, whatever holy work you promised church that you can do, then we'd rather you just don't promise what you can do. What's worse is that you have to agree to do certain holy work. 
often they will say, oh, that's not a problem. 但是东西拿出来就有问题, However, whenever the content is a problem, you don't do it well. Or there are times where you just don't show up. Then we say, well, didn't you agree that you could help with this? <laughs> 我忘记了, then you say, oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot. 或是我临时有事, or you may say, oh, of the certain Something just came up, I cannot come. How can you say that, oh, something just came up and you didn't come? Unless you are yourself or hospitalized or some of your family members. Then how can you just say on the last minute that you cannot do it? Perhaps you uh, schedule some friends to go shopping. Whatever you promise, you must do it. Then whatever you promise and you don't do it, God sees this. 所以哦, 虽然是讲得比较严厉一点, so even though I'm speaking very strictly, but this is teachings from the Bible. I hope all of us can pursue to be a faithful servant. You don't need to be too smart. You don't need to have many gifts. You don't need to compare yourself to others. But ask yourself, before God, am I a faithful servant? May the Lord Jesus Christ help us all. Let's conclude this session. Let's pray in silence.